Welcome to another episode of the Strongman Say podcast. Uh, we're going to kickstart with Lee's morning weight this morning, Monday. Uh, it was heavy this morning because I started waterloading <laughs> <Yeah>. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so it was. Don't ask a girl who's weight. <laughs> 90, 99. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it started on Saturday and Friday yep. at 98. Okay, so base base weight for our water cut, 98 kilos. Yep. Not yep. bad. What was yours? I was 107.5 this morning. Oh, you'll complain too. <laughs> you will complain yeah. the whole week. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm sick of drinking water. Yeah. That was, that was Toowoomba. <laughs> I, I fasted the whole day before when we drove up to Toowoomba. I fasted too. He was snacking in the car. Oh. <laughs> I might have had a couple and snacks. You, and you bought, some, you bought something at the airport. <laughs> You bought food at the airport yeah, as well. Maybe I might have had a snack. And you're like, God, I'm so hungry today. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, haven't eaten for like 12 hours. In my defense, it's almost worse, right? Like you break that <laughs> seal and you have a little bit of a nibble. Like then you start to get a little bit hungry again. You know, I think I did it harder. Oh. <laughs> like if I just committed to not eating like Lee, I would have been cruising through, you know? <laughs> it takes more discipline because you, you could do it. I don't have the discipline. I'm just too, too close. Like I, this week it's been really hard. I swapped my ice cream to um, the skinny cows. <laughs> <laughs> diet ice cream. Yeah, diet ice cream. It's been yeah. tough, you know? So hard. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Mm. No, my food's actually been good. Well, I've tracked no, it. My food's I've been very tracked good too. it this time. Yeah, I spent the last six weeks changing everything. So, well, I went to. I started at one hundred eight point two mm. on on Friday. I was one hundred eight point two or one hundred eight point nine. One hundred eight point one. Sorry. Yep. And I went from I was one twelve and a half. So mm. I've already dropped four kilos just through diet over the last like four weeks. Yep. So I got to like a pretty good spot just like by eating. A lot more consciously, and I make I make the joke about the skinny cow ice cream, but that's been happening for a month. <laughs> been on the like skinny cow. I've been foregoing my ice cream for a long time now. Thank you very much. Such a hard life. <laughs> yeah. um, we had a huge novice comp on the weekend in Victoria, which is really cool to see. Yep. Um, uh, Hercules out at Castle Maine with yep. Mason. You went. Yep. Loved it. Great comp. Great comp. Huge day. Yeah. Always is a huge day, but there's 93, I think, signed up and somewhere in the 80s yeah. turned up. Which, I mean, 80s for That's an intermediate up. novice comp is, like, amazing. It's, like, a lot of new faces. It's people showing interest in the sport. It shows promise That's, in Victoria. That's the biggest comp all year. Yeah. Probably in the country. Yeah, huge. Like, the yeah. largest number. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think New South Wales got that high. Which is really cool. Mm. Like it shows, I mean, Victoria is quickly becoming the um, strongest state uh, in a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, like in a lot of respects, Victoria is becoming the strongest state in terms of the amount of competitors and stuff. And that's always or traditionally been Queensland or like New South Wales, but Victoria is yeah. looking really good. Yeah. It just seems to go around in cycles, mm. doesn't it? Like yeah. I think when I left Melbourne, yeah, Vic's strongest had 50 or 60. Like it was it blew up massively. Yep. There was more women than men, yep. I think, in one of them. Um, but, yeah, Queensland was always huge. Yeah. yeah. And New South Wales is steadily huge. Yeah. Like, yeah, New South Wales is always pretty big. New South Wales doesn't seem like there's as many people. Yeah. But I don't think people get out of New South Wales as much. Yeah. Like everyone does a lot of the New South Wales Because there's a lot comps. of comps in New South Wales. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity. To so I think I always Wales. thought there wasn't that many people competing, but yeah. there just wasn't that many people traveling. Yeah. 
And then when I looked at each individual comp, I was like, oh, no, there's a lot of people that yeah. just keep turning up. Yeah. So, yeah. so Hercules is good. Yeah, it means really there's a good. lot of people at novice, intermediate, at that strength yeah. level that want to compete. Yeah, and that want to, like, start looking at – I mean, they dip their toes in the water and you do your first novice comp and stuff like that, and that's a great entryway or a great way to uh, open the floodgate in terms of – they'll do that comp, they'll have a good time, and they'll yep. want to keep doing more and look for more opportunities, and that means more depth long-term. So. Yeah. Um, super positive. And then this weekend, we have the late band of qualifiers uh, for the Clash or yep. like ASI, the competition in the week uh, in January, um, and ASM and all that sort of stuff as well. So yep. um, a big weekend of qualifiers. There's Vic Strongest Man, yep, which is shaping up to be a pretty good comp. There's reasonable amount of like people and stuff. A lot of open, a lot of open men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of open men. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I yep. mean, like the depth of the open weights is sort of starting to show. Yep. Um, I mean, there's pretty good depth across most classes, I think. Uh, 105s, there's still a few. 90s, there's five of us. 80s is small. Women is pretty scarce. Yeah, so not, not, not heaps. It's not terrible. It's also pretty heavy. Yeah. Like, obviously, that makes a big difference in terms of... Uh, who's going to sign up or who feels like they're capable of signing up. Yep. Um, four and 64s, two in 73s, four and 82s. So females mm. is a little bit light on, like opens yeah. just two. With Katie and Nick, which is going to be a tough one without any other competitors, both very, very close, yep. but no one else to share points or to create a competition around yep. them. So it's really just head-to-head -head who can win more events or who's strongest across yep. more events. So that makes a really tough day for those two girls because I know they're super competitive. 80-kilo um, guys, you've got three. Uh, James Newberry in there as well, yeah. which is cool. He should do really well, actually. Yep. Um, uh, then you've got the five nineties, and then... A fair few in the 105s. You've got like six or seven. Yep. And then the heavyweights is huge. Heavyweights is a big comp. Yep. A lot of guys, I think, also trying to buy for ASM spots, which is why you see a few of those guys in there, or those, a few of those names yep. in there, um, like Aiden coming down for the um, heavyweights yep. in the hope to qualify for ASM, um, which won't be easy. Not with those events. Not with and those not events. With the people that like are in static it. Static events. And there's like, I mean, Jordan Osborne doing it. Like, Burns doing it. There's a lot of other good guys in Jordan's there. Jordan's qualified. Yes. So regardless yeah. of how he goes, yeah, he won't take it the spot. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. 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 But yeah, super competitive comp. Yeah. In a lot of those great classes, which is really cool. Uh, WA's uh, yep. is on the weekend as well. Uh, ACT, which should be that's always a good comp. ACT. Like I feel yep. like these guys run a really good competition every year. Well, it's always at the show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's always a very popular comp yep. as well. Uh, and then uh, Taz, Taz Coastal yep. Carnage, which is awesome. Yep. So I have like Taz running a, like a really cool comp, um, the Strength Den and Ryan Frizy. Yep, running it. That looks like a really good comp as well. Yeah, so that one you've got cool events. I like the you events got for that. Eddie and Fardy are going down, fighting for a spot. Yeah, yes. I, think, I think it's mainly those. We've gone the Tazzy Tazzy yep. migration to try yep. and qualify, <laughs> which is really interesting because like you, we've talked about this before, how you'll see people trying to travel to qualify to comps yep. where they're hoping that they'll be able to qualify. But like with the harder the qualifying spots get, especially yep. with the heavyweights getting stronger and everyone wants to do ASM, yep. it's going to get a lot harder to qualify. Yep. Um, and traveling is not going to guarantee you a spot if like two great guys go down, like only one's going to get it. Yeah. So. And you still have to travel. And it's, and it's uh, the 
opportunities to qualify for ASM are dwindling. Well, they're doing the beast of burden, that once off, that last minute thing. Yes. As well. But qualification still yeah. dwindling. Like yeah. spots are get spots are going. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So there's a big weekend coming up. Yeah. This weekend for strongman in Australia, which is going to be really cool to see. Yeah. There'll be no both women in the opens have already qualified. For VIX? Uh yeah. Yeah. For ASM. Yeah. ASW. So I've spoken to a few people and they're like, wait, does that mean if I just jump in and do it, I'd qualify for ASW? Yeah. I'm like, as long as you don't zero, yeah. then yes. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I'm not doing it because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like you can't zero and it's still a 200 kilo deadlift. Yeah, it's still heavy. it's still a pretty heavy yeah, squat. Yeah, exactly. Like you still have to be able to deadlift 200 kilos. And pick up 100 kilo implements. Yes. Sandbag I mean, or just coffin. Have to do one. You'd have to be able to do one for the 10 meters. Still 100 kilos. <laughs> yeah, still heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like you're like, oh, yeah, I'll just jump in and qualify, but you still have to be strong. And that's the idea behind not yeah. having to, not being able to zero, I guess. It's so people can't just jump in and be like, oh, yep, cool. No one's in that event. Everyone's already qualified. I'll jump in and get a spot. Yeah. And then get to ASW and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Eventually you have to earn your spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. One day in this in this country. Well, it mind, seems... Mind you, in America, everybody can do nationals. Oh, yeah. Like one of the nationals has got like six, 700 competitors or something. It's huge. And it's like, well, that's just the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably still not. Yeah. And the load's heavy? I think one is, one isn't. One's tied with Arnold. Yeah. Like Arnold's and it leads towards that. The oh, other two nationals. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one leads towards Clash. Yeah, I think. I think one's an entry into Clash, one's yeah. an entry into Arnold. As far as the nationals go. Yeah. I guess when you've got 52 state comps. Yep. It's a lot of state comps versus us. Yep. And the depth of competitors. But still, I'm not sure whether that's the best. Like, I don't think I would open up nationals to anyone who wants to come along. No. I like qualifying for nationals. Otherwise, it's a huge day too as a competitor. Like. Uh-huh. 100 buck comp fee, 700 yeah, people jumping business. in the car. It's a business. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. You can say that you're a national level athlete. Just give us $100. Yeah. There's 600 of you. Thank yep. you very much. We'll put on a show. You want a $10 t shirt? Just give me $100. Yeah. <laughs> you can get your t shirt. Yeah. And you, you want your name on the back? Yeah. <laughs> Extra five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you are able to change your Instagram bio to national level strongman. Yep. That's an extra 50. <laughs> Are we going to start getting like a pro division like America? I don't think, so. I don't think that'll ever happen. Doesn't seem to work over there. I mean, what's your definition of pro too? Well, they get their like, pro do card. We just, do we just call it a pro card and you're pro, but you still spend all your money each week on food supplements and you're not making anything off the sport? I think you spend more. Yeah. Because I think the other comps gotta, are more expensive. Yeah, and you've got to upkeep and you gotta upkeep your professional athlete lifestyle, yeah. but you're not making any money from being a pro- I mean, from my understanding, like a professional athlete is someone who does it for a job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the majority of your income. Yeah, as, or at least I mean, like let's start with a chunk. Con- let's let's start with contributing to your income. Yeah. <laughs> Like that would be a good place to start. It has to pay a week's rent. Yeah. At least yeah, once. Has to, yeah, once. Yeah. Like once, full rent. Once in a year has to cover your rent. And yeah. then we'll we'll talk about having pro strongman in there. I mean, yeah, the pro strongman thing. I mean, I remember when I first went to the States and the guys were like, Oh yeah, I'm a pro one oh five. And I was like, Oh man, like you guys got pro one oh fives. That's yep. wild. And then as you progress and you realize that nowhere else in the world has like a pro one oh five class. And if yep. you're good, you're just a pro. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like the pro isn't getting you anywhere 
in the world stage as not getting you any opportunities that are greater than any other 105s yep. besides in America where you get to compete in the pro shows but then you can't compete in any other shows. You can't do yep. like your states and stuff like that because yep. they're not pro shows. So then you're limited on you have to only compete in the heavyweights and stuff like that. So it's yep. actually limiting in terms of the amount of competitions that they can do from my understanding. But I'm not a uh, prof- like I'm not a pro professional. <laughs> I'm not a pro 105, <laughs> so pro I don't know what I'm talking about, I guess. No. Um, yeah, they posted on like official strongman and it was one of the women talking about OSG. Mm. And saying it's so good because there's no barriers, anyone can do it. So you get pros, amateurs, yeah, all getting to do the same comp. Yeah. So you get everyone. Mm. And I'd never really thought about it. And I was like, oh, like their comps are split in half. You could have amateurs that are gonna destroy pros and vice versa. Yeah. And they don't get to compete with each other, except for like America's strongest well, man or something was, like that. That was the most interesting thing that I found post doing Arnold's. There's only so many of us and then they just like it's split everyone Arnold's, up even more. Well, it's Arnold's amateur. Yeah. Or something like that. So if you've got your pro card, this might be wrong, but like Arnold's was an amateur competition because it's yeah. Arnold's amateur pro or like Arnold's amateur or something like that. Yeah. So when I was competing in the 105s, like some of those guys, some of those good guys, I don't think could do it. Yeah. Because they all had their pro card. Yep. So it's, and like if you win the Arnold's as a 105 you get your pro card or something yep. like that uh, in a, in the states yeah so i found that really interesting because like oh so it's not even the best guys going to arnold's is that correct i don't know yeah it makes um, it confusing um yeah. someone said about it ages ago because like kia ages ago remember here when the first arnold's they were like all right whoever wins 64s gets their pro card yes and they gave that out on certain random yeah. years like 2019, I think it was, or 18 was like yeah. the 82s. Yeah. So Lucia got a pro card, which yeah. meant she could have gone and done the pro show against Donna Moore. Oh, sure. Big stacked yeah. up people. And then a few people here were like, does that mean that they now can't come back and do our Arnold's? Yeah. Because they're a pro? Because it's Arnold's amateur. I'm like, well, we don't have pros. And if that was the case, they're not allowed to compete in the country. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you just thank give you for up. my pro card. Please take it back. <laughs> yeah, decline. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford to do the pro. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Unless that pro card means you're going to pay me to go overseas and compete all the time. Yeah, pay for my flights over. Yeah, yeah. Like the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Like like yeah. the heavyweight pros who get paid to go compete. Yeah. So Kia did that and jumped in the pro show. Yeah. But she was sixty four kilos. Yes. So it's like, what a piss take. Yeah. You win your pro card. Go against people. Now you can go compete against the open women pros. <laughs> like me winning a comp and being like, you get your pro card, now go beat Novikov. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sick, yeah, I'll go that, get a photo. But that's exactly what it is. Like that's the top level of female sport in Strongman. So yeah. that's like you winning a 90s pro card and you're like, okay, so you're a pro now. <sighs> okay, cool. Arnold's. Like, I mean, mm. now you can go to Giants Live and World's Strongest Man. Mm. Five foot. <laughs> you know it's being generous no, no on a good day yeah <laughs> on a day not, not after yoke. No, no, yeah, on a day not after yoke. yeah uh, and then like uh no, 90 kilos <laughs> yeah you know like that's that's tough work yeah very like that's that's the comparison that's the direct comparison so yeah um actually what's his name kevin ferris yeah did rogan stuff not many people remember or know that he was like the scl world's under 105. He was also the Arnold's 
winner when mm. I did it. And yeah. he was so fucking strong. Yeah. Like he's a brute. And Rob Kearney had like the log record and was Rob a top Kearney was a 105. Graham, Sean DeMars. Graham Hicks. Yeah, Graham Hicks, 105. Yeah. Yeah. All good 105s. All guys that were pushing to be 105. Yeah. Like I remember like Sean DeMarius like, used to cut a huge amount of weight. Rob Carney used to cut a fair bit of weight. Yep. He was a pretty good 105 though. Like he was a, probably more close to 105. Yep. Kevin Ferris was a jacked 105. I remember rocking up to Arnold's and being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, like brass knuckles and stuff like that. Like, yep. you know, like when you go over there and um, some of the 105s, I'm like, there is no way. Yep. That's like, you're not carrying an ounce of body fat and you're one and a half times me. Like, you, yep. you can't be 105. That's not physically possible. Recheck the scales. Yeah. Can we get another weigh in over here? <laughs> you're yeah. like looking at the pound conversion being yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. is that allowed? Yeah. So, I mean, all really good 105s and all 105s have stepped it up to the world stage. Yeah. Um, which is obviously, I guess, those guys top out that weight class but yep. also top out the performance level of that weight class and then start competing in heavies yep yeah but um kevin ferris is doing amazingly well yeah like across all like competition like he's world's strongest man did very well yep he's a strong guy nice guy too no so that's a good thing about expos like not that there's any expos anymore or there is none here but you get to see more and more people that you see online in person yeah like yep. You see the bodybuilders, you see everybody, and then you get a perspective of like, oh, you see bodybuilders and you're like a lot shorter than what I thought. Not a big person. Yeah. But then everything just goes like this <laughs> and you're like, that's fucked. <laughs> and then you see the strong man and you're like, yeah, way taller than what I was expecting. Like yeah. everyone's like, yeah, they're huge. And you're like, yeah, yeah, they're huge. And then yep. you're like, oh, like yeah. I remember when um, <laughs> we're not the same species. When when Thor came down for Arnold's Australia and he was walking through the crowd, yeah, and he's just like two heads above the crowd, like 190 kilos. Mm. It's just not human. <laughs> like it shouldn't be allowed genetically. It's not okay. Yeah, like it's yeah. It is definitely just like another species. Like Brian Shaw. Like when he was down, I was sitting there. That was a year that I didn't compete. Yeah. And um, I remember standing there next to him having a chat. Hurt your neck. Ah, oh, all right. I'm glad I didn't compete. Yeah. <laughs> I was stiff for days. Yeah. I feel like you just walk past and tap people on the head. And like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Off you go. Yeah, man. They're just big guys. Yeah. They're just another species for sure. Yeah. No, I met him at the first one, 2015 or whatever it was. Who's this? Brian Shaw. Yeah. And yeah, saw him out back and stuff because I was helping load and volunteer and stuff. Made a joke that we'd be cousins because we have the same last name. <laughs> Didn't find it that funny. Hey. <laughs> oh, no, tiny human. No, we know it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it was like a language barrier. Yeah. It's American. American yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a humor barrier. Yeah. We do speak Australian, so maybe you didn't get it. Brian back then was a little bit more like, deadpan and yeah he, he wasn't he didn't yeah. open up yet he didn't have eddie throwing shit at him 24 yeah. <laughs> 7. i mean he he lacked personality yeah, back then definitely after talking to him though uh became or quickly became like one of my more favorite yep heavyweight strongmen just big from uh 
watching him, his meticulousness, yeah. like he knew his yoke height in centimeters or like, you know, distance, like inches or whatever. Um, he was very, very particular in terms of like, you know, just setting things up stone like i just like yeah. watching him do his craft he just walked um, up to mason and was like can you just put the yoke at this height yeah he's like do you want to check your height and he's like no just that number set it to that yeah he's like that's my yoke height yeah so just just meticulous like that's a craftsman right that's someone who's been doing it for so long who just knows his craft that's so the, well that's the person that i learned that like you go and set up your stones if you've got a series and if no one's touched the last one there's no tacky on it yeah and you would go up and kind of like reposition your stone and basically just put tacky exactly where you want to put it. I also use that. And then, very, you, go back, and then you go back and put more tacky on yeah. your arm. So when you get to that last one, it's already got something I on go it. Out, yeah, yeah. You put tacky on your hand, you go out, you adjust the last stone or the last two stones just to put like tack them up a little bit. <laughs> and then you go back and put more tacky on that. I mm. learned that of him too. It's yeah. very clever. So there you go. Anyone listening? There's a secret. Someone's going to hate it. The comp... Like Mason, everyone running comps is going to be like, everyone's yeah, taking everyone's 10 minutes <laughs> to set their stones. <laughs> everyone's got a tape measure out for their yoke now. Everyone's, everyone's adjusting got, their everyone's last got their tacky yeah. and they're just spending 20 minutes to re-tack between their little touch. They start um, grabbing tacky out and slapping it yeah. on the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I really liked Brian. He's like yeah. a really nice guy, especially compared to like some of the other ones that I've met who have just been kind of exactly what you'd expect from yeah. certain ones. Uh, <laughs> plenty, plenty of nice ones. Yeah, plenty there's not. a lot of nice ones. Um, team events mm. in Australia. We had uh, Chaos, was it called? Oh. Um, Compound Chaos? No. no. Maybe. Not Chaos. No. That Mason was the compound. Run, Mason run one though. It was just the contest, I think. Contest, the contest. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was fun. So like four-person competitions. Mm. Um, obviously a lot of organising and stuff and hard to sort of uh, band together groups and that kind of stuff. But even like yep. if you went Victoria and did like certain gyms and stuff, it'd be really cool to kind of bring back some like uh, team events, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have many. I think I think New South Wales have one soon. Yeah, I, I think MacArthur. Yeah, have I've a, seen people have like a throw partner up partner comps, which would be cool. Yeah, logistically like an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But in terms of like getting people in, there'd be heaps. We're just we're just suggesting this because we want to do a partner comp. Yeah, <laughs> or, or a <laughs> and, team comp, and, and win everything. You could just do like a state team comp. I mean, if one That's state, what I'm if yeah, one like state gym, can organize like themselves wars. and pick people, that'd be cool. Or, or like state versus state. Yeah, like just all in like one comp. And then one team per state. Good luck. <laughs> Having people come to a unanimous that's, decision. That's a way to start different gym wars. <laughs> <laughs> there's, only, there's only like one gym down here pretty much. So we're fine. <laughs> there's not many of us. Yeah, there's not a heap. I mean, there is a few strongman gyms, but not heaps. But I think like if you looked at that. And we all get along because we're all like two hours away from yeah. each other. <laughs> we're all far enough away. Together. Yeah. We're all nice to each other. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even know if someone had a problem because yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I never see anyone. Doesn't travel down that far. We're, no. we're, we're isolated down here in Geelong because yeah. we're so far away. You know, it's an hour down the highway. Did you know? Yeah. Very That's far. a long way. It's a long way, apparently. Yeah. It's a long way for Melbourneians and a short way for Geelongians. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it would be fun. Yeah. I think it would be fun. I don't know where it would fit on the calendar. I don't know who would run it. 
I'm not putting my hand up because I feel like it would be messy. But I mean, like state competitions would be cool. Like Jim yep. Wall's kind of thing would be fun. That would be a great day. Like yeah. pick four people, like um, like kind of like contests, like under and over a hundred or something like that. Yep. Uh, in each weight, like weight class and stuff, have your events kind of set. Um, that would be fun. But partner comps would be really good too. Yeah. Yeah. You did team comp. Yeah, I did a team comp in the Ukraine. I was um, speaking of logistics, that looked messy, like the overheads, people coming in and out. Yeah, logistics from the team point of view, from the organize like as an organized comp, they do a lot of them over there. So overseas, you know, you've got um, Mm. in the UK, they do like uh, like the strongest nation and stuff like that. They run that. They run some like uh, UK based ones, and then over in Europe, like the Ukraine one, they they actually run those. Or they did run those yearly. Yeah. So like they sort of had the formula down pat in terms of like as far as running the comp went, it was actually very smooth. And it was a really, really fun comp. Yep. So you chose the people that you would do it all almost like you would like everyone would almost do every event. Yep. So it was like it wasn't like pick and choose. It was kind of like you had four. I mean, mine was 105s. So it was like strongest 105 nation. So it was four of us from 105s. Three Czech Republicans and moi. An adopted Czech and an adopted, Republic. Yeah, I mean, I was a citizen for four weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> paid rent. Yeah, paid rent. No, I didn't. I stayed for free with you. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very nice person. <laughs> um, I chipped in. Um, yeah, and uh, that was a super fun comp. Yeah. So we did like farmers and it was like a farmer relay. So it was like 140 a hand and you'd kind of like bring it in or it had to go – like the farmers had to do X amount of revolutions. So you would take yep. it up, you would take it back, the next person would take it up. If they failed, you kind of like want to jump in kind of thing. So you'd just be kind of like rotating through as much as possible. Or yep. I think that it was like everyone had to get it like 20, 20 meters, like up and back kind of thing. Um, and then there was like the the points events. So there was like a squat for reps, a stone to shoulder, um, like a deadlift and something else, for example, right? Yep. And you would all go out there and you would all have 60 seconds to get as many reps as possible and that would accumulate the reps. So you choose like your best stone person for the stone to shoulder, your best squatter for the squat for reps, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, and it was really fun, like really, really fun. The overhead's messy because, you know, you all go out there and you sort of, you logisticize, all right, so me and Peter are going to uh, do like the dual log. So there's like two people on a log. So they have like big long logs and they're like dual logs, so you have to time it together. That's cool. So you're like cleaning together, all right, press, press, and then there's like, so you did like a double log, and then there would be like a keg press and someone would jump in for that, and then there would be a three log. So you'd have three people doing the log, and it would be like 140 or like or heavier, do you know what I mean? And then there'd be like a monster dumbbell, and someone who was good at monster dumbbell would jump in and hit the monster dumbbell. So you'd be rotating in, and then if someone missed one, you'd kind of, just someone would jump in and try to like get the weight and you're just trying to get it all done as quickly as possible. So super fun. Yeah, that's like what grid league is. Yeah. Branched off from like CrossFit. Yeah, yeah super fun. Yeah, send people in and out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I, I, it would be really cool to see. Yeah. But should have more of it. What it looks like, how we do it, who runs it, that's the other thing. Yeah. If, um, if you were over there and you hit a record, would you have the check record? <laughs> Because you're an adopted, ch- yeah. Check, 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 check in. Check in. I'll I'll confer with Mitchell Hooper and I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. Who is, by the way, absolutely fucking crushing it. 
Yeah. Side note. Mm. Um, Speaking of like being smart with events and like Brian Shaw and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's eventually getting to that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refining he's, he's, his he started Worlds with like never pulled a truck, mm. how hard can it be? Yeah. And then basically came last on truck pull. He's got a great mentor as well. Yeah. And yeah. now he's like being calculated yeah. with it. That um, Busafel sandbag carry. Yeah. Literally the people that just picked it up right got the furthest. Yeah. And the people that picked it up stupid yeah. didn't get very far. Man, his yoke into log mm. blew my mind. Like makes sense. That's everyone's two, like oh, two very good events. Log not so much. He's got a good log. Two hundred, not the best, but yeah. But like one sixty would be hard if the yoke fatigued you like it should. Yeah, sure. But because the, the yoke didn't do anything, it's fine. He's fresh. Yeah, everyone else is like yeah. kind of like Bobby took a while to get through it because yep. the yoke cooked him. Yeah, even though he's got like a what two twenty yeah. log or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big advantage. Um, um, the strategy on the Husafel. Like you see some of the guys take ages to pick it up. Yeah. And like it looks like they're fumbling with it. And it's like there's no time limit on the event. It's just carry this thing as far as you can. All right. So if you take your time to pick it up, everyone else goes before you. You just follow along where everyone is. And when everybody basically fails, you know that you just have to go further. Yeah. If you're out in front, you you don't know where anyone else is. Yeah. So if you like stall and you're the last person to go, yeah. you get to see everyone else take off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which you see like the top, top guys do. Yeah. Makes a big difference in an event like that. Like yeah. Distance events, rep events. Yeah. Huge difference. Uh, state of origin for like log stone deadlift or like log stone deadlift lo- uh, <laughs> log stone deadlift. Stone deadlift logs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines would be cool as well. Like, you know, how we do those like uh log deadlift stone competitions yeah. and stuff like that. Instead of just doing it as like a standalone event, each person kind of does it, like have yeah. a state of origin kind of thing and have that would a competition. Be cool. Yeah, like a like a team event around yeah. that, which would be fun as well. Yeah. Any promoters listening? Love to see it. Yeah. Basically like what statics has done, but not so much worldwide. Yeah, just like Australian. Yeah. 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 Uh, that would open up like more possibility for overheads at every other comp because if you've got statics and if you've got that, you've got a max log. Yeah. Probably don't need to throw a max log in any other comp <laughs> for, for that many other years. Yeah, like yeah. like it, it won't get overcooked because you've always got that you've max log, max two. deadlift. If people want to do those comps too, they're very specific, like heavy comps. Yep. Um, but they're, they're great beginner comps. Like I think it was the first comp yeah. Katie, Katie did. Yeah. Because you just go in and do what you can. It's a great, yeah. It's the it's the barrier between strongman and powerlifting. The big difference why people say like, oh, like a powerlifting is very easy as an entry level sport because you yep. get to choose your weights and in strongman you don't. Yep. So if you're looking at competitions and there's nothing that suits your uh, capabilities at this stage, there's no comps for you until you get sort of strong enough. Yep. Like there's no way to dip your foot in the water, but like a there's a few division deadlift. there's a few division based comps, mm. like um, Brisbane North Barbell, yeah, used to run a series and it was yep. like division one, division two, division yep. three, and it was just yeah, light is, to heavy. Which is a great idea. Except people would keep jumping in one division when they should probably Move step up, up and jump division. in the next. Yeah, that's hard the to only pol- problem. Hard to police. Yeah, I mean that's the idea between like novice events and like open events and stuff like that as well. Is There's always similar, one. just like yeah, a hundred percent. It's always hard to police, but uh, I still like a great idea yep. in terms of like we those comps are a great one for beginners, like Static Monsters, great one for people getting into the sport to sort of do because it's. 
two skills. It's not a lot of skills. You're yep. focusing on two things, two primary things in strongman, I guess, like a deadlift pattern and a lot like an overhead pattern. Great, um, great for powerlifters. Great for powerlifters to change over. Better, better than statics because it's like it's yep. just a deadlift. Yeah, you can yeah, yeah, you, like you can just deadlift. you can keep mixed gripping yeah. it. Yeah, you don't need straps. Yeah, so those events are fantastic for like people to sort of jump into as well because it is hard yeah. comparatively. If like powerlifting, you know, you get novice comps of powerlifting and stuff like that, and they can choose their weights. They can do an eighty kilo squat. Yeah, you know what I mean. They can't. They don't have to jump in and like meet a standard from the get go. So stuff yep. like that is fantastic. Or people are a little bit injured, or their prep hasn't gone well. They're like, well, I'll just turn up and have a good day. Yeah, and I'll just taper my numbers back. Yeah, log's always good. Log, I keep telling people log is the gateway drug. To strong man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's <laughs> like deadlifting a, a log. So like, just changing your bench. <laughs> yeah. And then there's stones, which for some they either love it or some they hate yeah. it. But everything's intimidating. Whereas you put someone on a log from weightlifting, from powerlifting, yeah. and they're like, oh, that's fun. I don't think I'd ever do a comp again, but I might keep logging. Like everyone says that. <laughs> but you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going. Actually, the thing, the thing is, <laughs> if you weren't good at anything else, you'd probably enjoy log. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah, it's the fact that I just like. <laughs> You're good at everything yeah, else. Yeah, You're yeah. like, I'll go run a yoke. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun for beginners. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, records in Australia. Mm. Bom, bom. Um, very dead at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> it just resurfaces all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, like, I feel like I'm a hypocrite, like bringing it, like or talking about this topic because I've been so vehement in terms of like records don't matter in terms of like and in terms of the goal is to win competitions, right? Yeah, like and even looking at someone was talking to me about the upcoming comps and stuff and Victoria's Strongest Man and Middleweight Series and like, oh, you know, like how will you go in this event and this event and stuff? I'm like, well, I think I'm strong enough to do well across the board. Yep. I don't know whether I'll win all events. Like I don't think I'm going to go five for five in the next three comps. Yep. But it's not about that. Yep. I'm, I'm just trying to do the best across all events and then I'll win the comp because that's what matters. You can beat like, everyone's like, oh, I want to beat you in like this event and this event. And it's like, well, go for it. Because I'm, I just want to win. I, the I comp. want to win the comp. Yeah, <laughs> like that's fine. Um, but so like strongman records and stuff like that. So I've been talking a lot about, or have talked previously in the past about how like I'm not a huge fan of the strongman records because they sort of overtook. Everyone was trying to break records and break records, and we sort of forgot about the fact that like we're here to win competitions. Like the titles matter, and yep. we've talked about this for podcast. You know, someone can take a record away from you, but no one can talk take away ASM 2020 from you. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Um, but there has been talks as of late around uh, resurfacing or consolidating the Australian records, yep. which has happened like three times. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it comes that's, and that's goes. That's my only like hesitation around it. It's like everyone, everyone's tried to do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we had Strongman Gold Coast run a records thing. Yep. We had Carl and Camilla recently try to like reconsolidate the records on like a national and like international scale and stuff like that. Yep. Um, hard job. Very hard job because no one's going to submit anything. Yeah, and, you, and you're so you focusing have to chase on people. It. You're focusing on people submitting it. Yeah. People are like, oh, but like, haven't you done this? It's like, yeah, but I just didn't submit it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, well, you look at like, you look at powerlifting. Yeah. If you want to go for a national record or a world record in a lot of federations, you can't do it at any comp. Yeah. You need 
a referee that yeah. is of a certain Quali- standard. Qualified referee, yeah. So even at um, even at GPC Nationals, um, when anybody wanted to go for like a world record or anything like that, a different head judge came out. Yes. And had to judge it yeah. specifically Correct. for that. So it's not like you can just jump in a powerlifting comp and go, I'm going to pull a world record. Yeah. Even if you do it, they're like, it doesn't count. Oh, yeah. really? We're not going to count it because we don't have the proper officials here to tick that off. Yeah. Which really elevates the standard of the record too. Do you know a, what I mean? A, like, lot don't want the, a lot don't want strongman to be standardized, but this is one thing that Don't standardize strongman. Strongman, I, I've been going through the archives a little bit uh, in terms of like watching some old World Strongest Man stuff. Uh, Just has, sitting there with Coulter being like, yeah. look, <laughs> this is going to be you. Look, he's going to be a prodigy, right? He sits there next to me while I do check-ins all day, <laughs> analyzing people's lifts. I'm thinking it's going to be his earliest development is listening yep. to me like go through strongman people and like analyze what they're doing wrong. Yep. And then Sunday morning, we might sit there and watch some old world strongest man. I don't know. You know, like <laughs> sitting there with the bottle and jazz is like, he's already had a liter of milk. He's got to get bigger. <laughs> he's actually <laughs> put on so much weight. Yeah. Like, like we have were, a donut. He, he had a check. He had a check the other day and like the average is like two or 300 grams and he's been putting on like 400, 500 grams a week and uh, his head's huge. And I was like, oh. <laughs> my bad. It's going to his head. They measured his head. She was like, oh, we'll just double check that. Yep. And he's like, oh, no, he's just got a really big head. <laughs> and Jazz came home and she's like, I knew his singlets are really hard to get over his head. <laughs> I thought she was going to say, I knew, like, the birth was really terrible. <laughs> I was just growing at an exponential rate. Yeah. Uh, anyways, watching old Strongman stuff, I, like, my, my viewpoints have kind of changed in terms of, like, I really like watching old Strongman stuff and seeing some of the old weird events that, like, World's Strongest Man had. They just there, – there was no – there was no formula or standardization, but – Records need to be standardized, yeah. right? Like if we have records, we need to have really clear parameters around what constitutes a record. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, and what events do we actually, like what events are we keeping track of? Like what events matter in terms of like, like records? Do you know what I mean? Like log, axle, circus dumbbell, overhead events. That, would they yeah. be three? I mean, if blocks floating around and it's the same size block, yeah, block we could, could be keep a it, block, but it needs to be the same size block. Yeah, and like, it has, so it has to be standardized, right? Where at least yep. twelve inch logs. So I would say, for like ease' sake, like, do we really care about a block record in Oz at this current state? Like, is that something that we really need to keep track of? I don't think it's going to come back enough, and people are going to keep yeah. breaking so records for it to let's be Let's exciting. keep it like, let's keep it like, you know, we don't have a sumo deadlift and a deadlift record in yeah. powerlifting. We have a squat bench and deadlift record. So yep. we keep it relatively standardized. Like in my humble personal, no one gives a fuck opinion. <laughs> the three viewers. Yeah, the three viewers who are listening. Oh, probably four. I met one at um, Yeah, Hercules. great, another yeah. one. Fuck yeah. Um, I, I think like if we look at the overheads, we look at uh, monster dumbbell axle log records, Yeah. right? All standardized, 12 inch, don't care what log you use, but like a 12 inch log mm. or blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Then we look at like deadlifting. We look at like a conventional deadlift off the floor. Yep. We make it calibrated plates, deadlift bar. Like if it's not calibrated plates, then someone's got to figure out how much it weighs. Yeah. I mean, so, it, someone's got to rip like the it, black. It's hard. Steel In Strongman, really, the, the less rules, the better. Right. Yeah. But in records, Surely we need to have some sort of like standardization around what 
they yeah, are, we could right? just make it calibrated plates, so then you don't have to put it on the scales and weigh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we can do that too. Don't really care. Uh, eighteen yep. inch, like a like we keep the eighteen inch actual record as a thing. Yeah, I mean, statics is going to do it every year, yep. but outside of statics, no one's putting it into comp. Yeah, so because it's in statics, statics, right? So it's there. It exists. You can keep people track do of it. it. We can keep putting it in there. People can submit it and stuff. Yeah. So like, are they the two deadlifts? Do we really want to? Do we want a silver dollar deadlift? A lot, lots of variables in that. Too hard to keep track of. Do we really care about a silver dollar deadlift record? Like, not many people. How do. big are the boxes? Uh, wait, what bar did you use? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff. The bar is everything. The bar is everything. So right. when we prep for compound, even what we kind would, of power bar? Well, we were using a Texas power bar. Yeah. And it wasn't breaking the ground until here. Yeah. And it felt like it wasn't a deadlift bar, but it flexed like a deadlift bar. And then Mason was like, oh, no, we're going to use a Goliath power yeah. bar. And much stiffer. Halfway through those warm ups, yeah. I got a rude shock. Very different. And right. then I got used so, to it again and it was fine. So that's probably like, I, I just don't think it really matters. Like, I think no. deadlift is deadlift and then like have maybe the 18 inch because it's very easy. Yeah. Um, moving events. Yoke, 15 meters unbroken. Yeah. All right. 15 seems good. Farmers, 20 unbroken. Yeah. And so, like, we care about yoke and farmers. They're the moving events that we care about, right? Yeah. Cool. Stone, 1.2. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. What else? That's the bulk of it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's the records that maybe we should be keeping track of. Yeah. And then we look at, like, Watch. That's the bulk of it. You could do a stone to shoulder or something like that, but hard to judge. It's really going to gonna pop up. It's yep. probably not worth it. Yeah. So then, so they're what we should be keeping track of in Australia if we're going to do it and we do yeah. it right. Then, uh, what are the parameters or rules? Can we like get rid of like a yoke with seven drops over fifteen meters? Can we get rid of a yoke with seven drops over five meters? <laughs> yeah. Like let's standardize it. It's like. Okay, we'll use the A, like, just for ease's sake, right? Feet on the line, feet on the line. Yeah. 15 metres. Yoke doesn't hit the ground. Yeah. Record. Yep. Right? Uh, farmer's handles. Do you go tip to tip? You do the same with feet on the line. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. So if you're going for a record and it's going to be a big record, you're yeah. probably going to go over that line. Yeah, you're not, sure. If you're not going to skid over. Yeah. It's like... The opposite of benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. Especially with something that big, yeah. it shouldn't be a benefit of the doubt of like, oh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it should be in a, a comp. You keep convincing. The flow of reps. It should be convincingly a yeah. record, right? If you're doing reps in a comp, yeah. it's like you want to keep the flow on of a comp. You don't want to make somebody yeah. stare you in the eyes for yeah. seven seconds before so it down. So farmers, twenty meters, no drops. Yeah, right. Which I mean, like the farmers is already kind of like acknowledges no drops, right? But the yeah. yoke for some reason isn't. Monster dumbbell. Locked out, stable, feet side by side. Yep. Elbow locked out. You hold it overhead. Yep. Doesn't seem so hard, but it seems to be hard. Um, it's a very <laughs> hard one. Yeah. Did you see the calls from Rogue? Martin's got like a very loosely given one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot, which, of pressure, which, a lot of pressure on refs too. Yeah, he even said that as well. Yeah. Yeah, not the athlete's fault either. Do you know no. what I mean? Like not the athlete's fault. Well, that's the thing with records. I can sit there and be like, oh, they're like, oh, so-and-so broke this record. And I can be like... 
No, they didn't. And also video but it's view not and stuff their like fault. that. Yeah, also video views and stuff like that from yeah. some angles and other angles. Like remember the block press at ASM? Yeah. And like from behind, we were like, fuck, that's not locked out. But from the front, they all looked really good. Like yeah. we looked to watch the footage and we we're like, oh no shit. Like they actually look great. Yeah, from the back, we're just like, what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, like fuck, that's this is rough. Yeah, that's given. <laughs> um yeah. so like monster dumbbell, axle pretty obvious, any clean technique. Uh let's just take out the belt clean thing in terms of like, just get it to your shoulders. Yeah, right? I, too, I don't too like belt to, cleans and it's mostly because I just don't know how to do it. Yeah, I don't know how to do and it, I but like for, for ease of records or something like that. For like, comparison to yeah. internationals, yeah, you have to. And if they're like, oh, the Australian record's this, but we do, yeah. we don't allow belt cleans. Everyone else is like, we don't give a fuck. And I disagree in terms like competitions, promoters can run at no belt cleans. That's fine because it's yeah. comp specific. Yeah. But if it's a record, standardize it and say like, well, we just got to get to your shoulders. And then I don't like belt cleans either. I, yeah. I prefer, I think that they shouldn't be allowed technically. Like I just, I don't see like if you can hang there and sit there, mm. right? Like it doesn't make sense to me. But in saying that, if it's like an, a, if it's a record event, then just like make it easy. The less yeah. rules, the better, right? Um, although it's dubious it is to get an idea of like what's acceptable, the better. And then log press, obviously, send a log overhead. Yeah. Um, they're pretty basic. Yep. But pretty easy, right? Deadlift, lock it out. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, straps. Deadlift, you could either go suit, no suit. Most of, most of the world is We could have suit. two records, but I just think like make it, it's, it's a strong man deadlift, suit deadlift record. Yeah. One record. Yeah. So choose not to use a suit, choose not to use a suit, choose to use a suit, use a suit. Yeah. But it's strong man, strong man records, especially on the national level, strong man deadlift is a suit and straps. Yeah. That's allowed. So that's what should be the standard in yeah. terms of like breaking a record. And then the same like with that. belts. Belt cleans, comp, yeah. comp specific. Yeah. You run a comp yeah, and you're like, yeah, no suits. Yeah, don't allow suits and comps. That's fine. It's comp specific. And yeah. that's a part and parcel of being an athlete, right? You go to competition, everyone complains about no belt cleans or no suits or blah, blah, blah. Well, no, it's like part of strongman is that rules vary. Yeah. Like you have to be able to do a belt clean or not do a belt clean. You have to be able to deadlift with a suit or without a suit. Yeah. That's the whole idea of strongman is like it's varied. It's, there's challenges. What about belt loops? On stones. <laughs> so I've seen world records get broken that way. Yeah, fuck. Cheeky. Cheeky, but fucking. Like, little yeah. hook it on. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know whether I have an opinion. Speaking of stone record, are you going to break the stone record fuck at no, round probably three? Probably not. Why not? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Ron doing stones and double dumbbell, yeah. and I'm like, oh, if you two do 105s. And you can push for like a big stone. I don't think I'll be strong enough. I think uh, it'll, it'll be going the back, going back to like what we're talking about in terms of like training for like the three comps and stuff like that. I don't feel like I can sink or invest all those pennies into the stone. Yep. When I'm constant, like it's four weeks. Yep. I haven't really done a lot of stones. I'm probably going to try to manage my weight at 108. I'm probably not going to get up much above. Yep. I'm probably going to be pretty chill with everything. Mm. Like I'm just kind of focusing on my, my thing at the moment is like my thing when I got back was get strong, Yep. maintain strong, train a lot of strong man, be specific with it, do all the event work and stuff week to week. Uh, it's not like peak strength, but it's like get strong to compete yep. and win comps. Uh, ASI, I'll make a bit more of a push uh, in those like six weeks between comps. 
But then the idea is to like step back for a couple months after ASI mm. and then push for next year to get like really strong. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do April. Yeah, do, do April, push for, push for April time. and then like really just try to yeah. like maintain strength and really commit to like the two or three year plan yeah. versus like, oh, I'm just going to fucking send it for this stone. Yeah. Or like send it for this, like I just want to hit a 400 kilo deadlift. I'm kind of, maybe it's age, but I'm kind of looking at it like a two year plan kind of thing. Like yep. get strong, maintain, pull back, push, 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 yep. build, put some more work in um, and then, uh, then peak. Do you yep. know what I mean? And then try to get strong and maintain that for as long as possible and hit a, yeah. a lot of comps. Well, we spoke a lot lately about like earning a certain weight. Yeah. And like, yes. and you could get a big PB. Yeah. And you got the PB, but you haven't really earned it in the sense of like, you still can't do fours at this weight. You yes. still can't do threes at this yep. weight, which should equate to that PB. Yes. Yeah. Which means your PB is going to be really inconsistent. Yeah. You're yes. not going to be able to hit yeah, it again. It's not, not, yeah. It's not feeling like everything. And my, you get a 20 kilo PB and it's like, that's sick, but you haven't done all the baby steps to yeah. get there, which means that now you've got to go through a really rough yeah. time and you might not get a PB for another six months. Yeah, so like, I mean, if I'm looking at like, okay, let's look at middleweight series and it's like, mm. are you going to break the stone record? No, but I think like if stone, if Ram breaks the stone record and he beats me on stone, that's fine because like if I hit a 200 kilo stone, I should be second. Yep. Or like 205 stone, I should be second. I can do that most of the time. Yep. All right. And then I should take out the deadlift. Yeah. Right? And I should do well on this and I should do well on that. And then yep. that's, that's the equivalent of like, I should do well on sandbags. That's the equivalent of me winning the competition. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how I'm looking at it. Like ticking the boxes, making sure that like my axle and dumbbell transitions are quick enough to be first or second. Yeah. My Zercher yoke is fine. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Like those things, like ticking the boxes. So it's like, I should be aiming to win all the events, but where I think or like where I know is kind of like where things yeah. need to be. So actually trying to be smart. Mm. Trying to be well-rounded as an athlete. I'm trying to be well-rounded as an athlete. Not being like a one-trick pony. Yeah, I don't need to sink. Who does that? Yeah, I know. I don't need to sink a lot of time into the deadlift because it's fine. Right? Who does that? Ah, boring people. Yeah, you got to be a one-trick pony. Time poor people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, records. Back to records. Um Jumps, so we, jumps in records, like weight jumps, incremental jumps. <laughs> yeah, like two and a half. Yeah. Like don't break a record by one kilo on Strongman. No. Uh, dumbbell maybe. I keep seeing the stone records get beaten by one kilo. Yeah. I mean like. Like over in England, they just make a 171 stone. One, yeah, like. Luke Davies. Yeah. yeah. Kid for the 80s boys. <laughs> I mean, I really like Luke. I love Luke. He's all for records. Yeah. He's like, if you want to yeah, get a yeah, record, yeah. he's like, let's go. Yeah. One kilo, don't care. Yeah. Let's just push it. Yeah. Like he's all for, I don't care. Anything goes. Like yeah, standardized. Yeah. It's a record, yeah. Standardized, but I don't care. Like less rules is better. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the less rules is better. Thing. Yeah, less rules is better. I think that better. should hold true more in Strongman full stop. Like the rest mm. rules is better. So, yeah, okay, cool. One kilo. Yeah. One kilo. Fine. Go for it. They're also a bit more established than we are too where they can – have lots of multiple comps and record breakers yeah. and it doesn't take away from the big stuff. Yeah, for sure. If um, we if we all aim for records and take away from our main comps, yeah. we don't have enough people for that. And who can who can ref like who where can we break records? Is yeah. probably the last one. Yeah. Like do we break records at like an intermediate competition or like some fucking gym with yeah. with some guy in the gym who's refereeing it and stuff like that? Like I don't think so. 
Yeah. Like I think it needs to either be like an established record breakers comp or uh, we do all these events or something like that or we do like or it's in comps and stuff like that but at a reasonable level with like uh, either approved referees or just like a, a reasonable mm. level competition. Yeah. Like not at a gym comp with your mate yep. refereeing or not at the gym comp with some dude from the gym refereeing, like someone who's yep. either had experience refereeing, someone who's objective in terms of refereeing. Does that make yep. sense? Like I feel like there needs to be some sort of parameters or you need to have a body that's like reviewing it. I still think it needs to be in the comp. Yeah. Like if everyone's doing a monster dumbbell for reps and you can't go, oh, when everyone's done, can I have a crack at a record? Yeah. No. Because not get yeah, fucked. Then go every, find another comp. Yeah, because then everyone has to do it. But does yeah. it have to be broken in a comp within the comp event, or can we just run comps for records? I don't think you can just run like a a deadlift record, and that's your comp. Like just one record. Sure. I think but having if you run a record breakers, do you have to do all six events? No, but at least you're making a comp. Yeah. At least it's gonna be it's gonna be better for the sport, and it's not just stroking one person's ego. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. It's putting I'm, towards the yeah. community and the comp itself. What I not just helping like. one person. Yeah, yeah. So like it's like, okay, cool. This guy from my gym is peaking his deadlift. Let's just throw a comp at that time. Yeah. Let's just throw a so comp in three weeks it. while he's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's looking good in two weeks. He's gonna throw he's gonna um do a big deadlift. Yep. All right, quick, let's get this together. And then let's you're like, in six weeks, we're gonna run a deadlift comp. Everyone's welcome to jump in. And it's like, everyone's got six weeks. Yeah. No one else is gonna beat your guy. Yeah. That's fair. Like it needs to be somewhat yeah, fair. Like a, which, a relatively established comp kind of thing. Yeah. Or if you hold a record breakers, you just – you have the opening attempts so heavy and so close to the records that yeah, we talked everyone, about this. everyone can't just it's rock like, up. And okay, cool. You've got like the 90s record is like 10. Dumbbell? Mm. 105. 105. So like you have to start with a 90-kilo dumbbell or like 95-kilo dumbbell. Yeah, like you have to – near near 100. Be, you, like, have to be throwing, you have to be throwing a number up. It's Start. pretty much your second or third yeah. attempt needs to be going for the record. Yeah. So you need yeah. to be within shot. So like if the deadlift and you're coming in to do like uh like the one oh five record, which is three eighty, maybe the buy in is three fifty. Do you know what I mean? I still even think higher. I jumped three fifty to three eighty. Yeah. That would be my first. Yeah, I suppose deadlift is different. Yeah. With like openings being yeah, a bit yeah. lighter. Like I'd, yeah. I'd stretch them out, like I do thirty kilo jumps. Yeah. So like looking at that, I mean or maybe you do make it like 20 kilo jumps or something like that. So you have yeah. to participate. I don't know. I think that's the easiest way rather than look at someone's Instagram and yeah, be like, yeah. what can you do? Or just do? make a minimum buy-in or something like yeah. that, which is like hard. So not everyone's just rocking up to like break a record. Yep. That's nowhere near it. And it's open to anybody. Yeah. It's not a case of we're inviting you because we know you can do it, but we're not yeah, inviting yeah, you because yeah. you're Anyone not strong can enough. Anyone can come along. Anyone can come along. Just you have to be able to hit the minimum standard. Yeah. yeah. If you miss your opener, like... Yeah. Well, you're just not strong enough. Yeah. You shouldn't You're be not going to be breaking a record. So yeah. that's all there is to it. Yeah. So yeah. I think that Interesting. keeping it within a comp, yeah. three attempts, you don't get a fourth attempt. Nah. Three attempts. Nah. Because people would be like, oh, but in powerlifting, when they go for a record, they get a fourth and blah, blah, blah. And it's like in powerlifting, they do sumo and everything else and they don't use straps. Yeah. Let's not compare the two. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a squat event. Yeah. We have a squat event in comp and they're like, oh, it's got to be below parallel. And it's like. Are we IPF? Are we powerlifting? It's not unlimited events and unlimited time. Like yeah. if you got an event every attempt, you got sixty. Like strongman rules, you got sixty seconds. Yep. And if you miss on the first in you know, that sixty seconds, maybe you can have another attempt. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like keep it like strongman rules. Like you've got 60 seconds to get a successful attempt. Yeah. Um, I mean like if you miss it in your first, you're probably not going to get it on your second. Unless it's like a stone or a Yeah. A do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you've you got 60 seconds to try and get your attempt in. Yeah. Fantastic. But you don't have unlimited time and unlimited events, which I've seen before. Yeah. You know what I mean? With like a stone record, it's like, oh, I missed it, missed it, so close. We'll give another attempt. Unlimited time kind of thing. Take as much time in between. Give someone know? half an hour to fix their tacky and come Yeah, back. do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a competition still. Or yeah. it's in like parameters that are kind of like it's like they're locked in parameters which make it more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. If you have to go back to back to back, it's like, okay, you get <sighs> a three-minute break or a yeah. five-minute. Like you just set it. Yeah, I totally agree. So, yeah. Might get there one day. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to run and organize it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sit there and poke fun and be we'll, like, "That's not a we'll record." We'll sit in our armchairs and comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's not locked out. <laughs> you call that a rep? Uh, <laughs> grumpy old men podcast. Yeah, is like sit in our armchairs and comment on everything that's going on. But <laughs> yeah, we do a lot. For what? Oh, we do a lot in the sport. Oh, we coach a lot of people. Mm. We run comps. Yeah, run gym. Yeah, on a lot of comps. Mm. So I mean, we we have a right to comment. Yeah, we can get old. Call it like the strong man grey. Strong man grey. <laughs> great with these names. Transition. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, you Thank put up a really good post during the week about the post comp blues. Yep. Uh, something that probably a lot of the novice competitors will be feeling after the weekend. Big high, big adrenaline dump. Yep. Did a great job. Just. Trained for eight weeks or ten weeks for this with a direction and a focus and knowing where I'm going and then boom, I get all these Instagram posts and all these Instagram likes and I feed everything that I need <laughs> in my life. Yeah. I feel valued. I feel <laughs> validated. Yeah, I feel validated. And then it all goes away. Yep. <laughs> um, talk to us about the uh, like those three sort of uh, coping mechanisms or like uh, strategies that you sort of talked about. Um. I have to remember what they are off the top of my head. Um, but it's not also like I could have gone into it in more detail, but yeah. it's not just comps. It's yeah. like any big life event, like post-pregnancy, post-wedding, yeah. post-holiday. You go on yeah. a holiday for two weeks, come back, and you're like, oh, I've been hanging for yeah, that I've for been looking forward weeks, to that, yeah, and now it's done. And it's been my focus. Yeah. I've been like searching everything on where mm. I'm going overseas. Yeah. So it's like everything yeah, and having to absolutely. deal with that. Um, I think the first thing is like you just can't avoid it. Yes. Like just accept it. Yeah, make space for it. Yeah, just accept how you're feeling. Because I think people try to like fight it and they're like, no, no, I'm good. I'm just going to go max out again. And it's like, yeah. why do you keep maxing out for the next three weeks? So you're just trying to keep chasing yeah. a win, a high, a, high, win, a yeah. win. You're trying to chase the comp that's over. Yeah. Um, so I think sitting there and just feeling yeah, cool. how you feel. Yeah. 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 You're, you're allowed to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or stoked, but like like, sad that it's gone. Sad that like it's it's like, okay, cool, now I just got to get back to doing the work. And then I think it doesn't matter. Even if you have a great comp, sometimes it can be worse Mm. because you just want to go back to that day. Yeah, big high. Yeah, so you can still end up sad about it even though your performance was great and you were stoked with it. Yeah. Or you can do terribly Mm. and you just need to kind of sit there and just accept that you did terribly. Yes. You can have excuses. You can say, oh, it's because of this, because of the sun. It's because like – eventually it might be five years it might be 10 years you'll sit there and be like i was just shit (laughs) (laughs) and i've done that with comps like some of the first comps i did i'm like oh yeah but the warm-ups but this but this and years later i'm like i was just weak i just wasn't good enough Mm. and the other people were better yeah and 
You talk about. I think the quicker you accept that. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the better because you, you become good or bad. In, yeah. Good or bad, right? The quicker you accept the outcome and stuff like that. And the quicker you accept that it's part of the process. Yeah. Right? It's just part of the process of like being an athlete or competing is like you compete. It finishes. You train really hard for it. And yeah. so you talked about having a plan or making a plan. Yep. So having something to re-enter uh, afterwards or just even like having a loose plan, but like knowing the direction of the next block. Like you it, can have an off-season yeah. plan or your plan can be a year. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what am totally. I doing next month. Yeah. And I think the one mistake that's like this leads to burnout is like you end up chasing that. And I see so many people try to do too many comps. Like they're just – piggybacking comps and comps yep. because I just want to keep competing and stuff like that. But they never get stronger per se because they never like, that's like if you finish the comp, I will now go and I have a plan. It's not to do a competition, but I have a plan. I have buy into that plan. Yep. I will get stronger and I'm working towards or I'm working in the direction that I need to be for the next comp, which might be in four months or five months or six months. Yep. But if you are constantly doing a competition every eight weeks or so, uh, and there's maybe times to do that, like if you are strong enough or like I've done that, I've done like 10 comps in a year yep. where I maintained strength and just competed and that was kind of the goal. But you have to know what the season is. You have to know the theme of your training block or what the next goal is for you to get better as an athlete. Yep. Is it more comp experience? Is it establishing yourself as an athlete? Or is it like I need to get stronger to be an athlete? And then that means... Yeah, and take a break. And that means... Yeah, buying into the plan of not the next comp to get excited for, but being excited for the next stage of training to get stronger and buying into that. Yeah. Eventually you just have to enjoy training because yes. the comp's one day yeah. and training is all year. You have to enjoy the process. You have yeah. to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Um, or you have to be committed to the journey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like and training is that the commitment thing and we sort of spoke about this loosely and we won't go into too much depth about this, but you have to enjoy the journey, but you also have to understand that like training or training for competitions or being an athlete, living that athlete lifestyle is a committed relationship between yeah. you and training, between you and the process. Because it doesn't always go well. It doesn't yeah. always feel good. It doesn't always go to plan. You have squabbles yeah. with yourself in the gym. Um, can be an unforgiving mistress. Yeah, it can be an unforgiving <laughs> mistress sometimes, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you're dragging your feet. Sometimes things don't go really well. Sometimes you don't feel super strong or super motivated. Yep. And it goes into that fits both like it's a commitment and not a, you know, the motivate, focus on motivation, uh, focus on commitment, not motivation. It's like brushing yep. your teeth. There's something to be said for that, but there is more so in terms of knowing the buy and being committed to the process. You want to be able to enjoy the process, but you won't always enjoy the process the whole way through, yep. all year, all decade. But the commitment over time, the consistency over time or your ability to objectively go in and do the work and be unattached when it needs to be to the numbers or the outcomes feeling great, but you're still doing them. If yeah. you're still ticking the boxes, but they don't use like, oh, I didn't feel great. I didn't feel like I got a sick pump. I didn't like love that session, yeah. but you got the work done. You yeah. executed quite well and you hit the numbers. Then that's indicative of you moving forward, regardless of whether you're feeling like you're enjoying it. Yeah. There's a commitment point where if you're not enjoying it, you still are moving forward. You still are ticking the boxes and you're still moving in the direction that you need to be. And you'll probably start to enjoy that as well. But if you want to be great, like yeah. if you want to be really, really good, you will have to understand that sometimes that's not there. Yeah. Sometimes that spark is not there, but you, like, we're tired some days. Yep. We come into the gym, we say we're tired. We put my headphones in, 
we get to work and we do the work. Yeah. Don't always feel like doing it, but you're committed to it, right? Yeah. You're committed to a lifestyle of training and you're committed to a lifestyle of being, being an athlete and treating yourself like an athlete. Yeah, it depends when it is in prep too. Yes. Like after comps, there's definitely a time where you can just have fun. Yes. And it cannot, make, it cannot make sense. Yeah. You can be like, it doesn't have to be logical all the time. It can be for no. fun. It can be for enjoyment. Sometimes not focusing so hard on numbers and math and mm. algorithms and formulas and everything like that. Sometimes coming in for a month and just doing what you feel like it is probably the most intuitive you'll ever be. That's exactly what I did. Remember you were like, yeah. what are you doing? And I was like, I just kind of tra- training whatever I feel like training every day. Yeah. And I was training six days a week and I was like, okay, I feel like doing a heavy stone today. I'll do a heavy stone. You can't not be spot. intuitive because you go in and you're like, what do I feel like? Yeah. And it, and it was great. Not what do I have to do? Yeah. I said, like I pushed shit uphill for the middleweight series trying to get my log up. Yeah. And I came back and I feel like I'm like the strongest, almost rounded strong that I've been for yeah. a while. Because for the first eight weeks, I just kind of did whatever I felt like. Yeah. And I was having fun. So I trained hard. If you weren't having fun, then that's your fault because you were doing whatever you yeah. felt like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know yourself well enough. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> if um, you're just doing what feels good, so you hate it. You're right. There's time, like post-competitions, there's times just to like train intuitively or just like, you know, be unprogrammed or collaborate with your coach. And yeah, say, this you, is you what can I definitely write like. up programs and have like ranges. Yeah, have, definitely. Um, and throw some fun stuff in I've there given too. some people like variations. So I'm yeah. like log strict, log push press. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. We're working up to yeah, heavy sets totally. of six. Or just talk to your clients or talk to you. If you've got a coach, talk to your coach and be like, look, this is sort of how I'm feeling. I really want to work on this. I really want yeah. to do this. This looks like a heap of fun. Cool. Let's, let's program that in. Yeah. You give me the tools. You tell me what you feel like doing. I'll facilitate structuring it so it kind of makes a little bit of sense. That's what I do with most people. I'm just like, all right, what do you want to focus on? I know what I want to get you yeah, better at. 100%. But what do you want to focus on? And then we'll find something in the, the middle. middle ground. Mm. And this is one thing that I think is really important for coaching is exactly that. What do you want to do? What sets your soul on fire? What motivates you to train? What, yep. what lights that spark for you at the moment? What do you want to achieve? Yep. Because I've been working with you for a long time and I know what I need to achieve with you. Yep. So – you give me what you want, I know what I want, and I'll give you a bit of what you want and a bit of what I want, and we'll find something collaboratively yep. to move us forward in the direction that we're both happy with or we're both feeling like we're seeing success. Because yep. what you want leads to your adherence in the gym and what I want leads to you getting better. <laughs> yeah. And from your plan in your head, it might not seem like the most optimal way for them. Yes. But their adherence is what makes it the most optimal totally. way for them. 100%. Adherence is king. Enjoyment is king a lot of the yeah. time too. You know, like you work harder when you're enjoying it. You yeah. get the work done when you're not. And that's fine because there's periods of time where that'll be the case. Yep. But when you're enjoying it, when you're motivated, when you're coming in and you've got that like grunt or that desire to like really dig deep and push that degree yep. of like effort – that's when like a lot of the times, that's when you get the most strongest in those short, yeah. like in those little bursts, right? It's like you push, you like you ride the wave when it's there, yeah. right? You ride the wave when you're there and you tread water waiting for that wave to come again. Then you push, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll have people's numbers pulled back. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, we'll just focus on this, focus on this and they're cooked, they're tired. And then like three weeks later, they're just like, it's too light. Yeah, and then suddenly it's they're this, exceeding it's it. This, yeah. It's this, it's this. And I'm like, all right, we'll bump it up a little bit, bump it up a little bit. And they're like, it's too light, it's too light, it's yeah. too light. And they just keep getting hungry. Yeah. And they're like, everything's feeling so good. I just yeah. want to send it. And then eventually it's like, all right, 
off you go. And this is another thing. You got three weeks, go for it. Athletes kind of sometimes don't understand. Like when they see a program, they're like, oh, it's underloaded. Yep. And it's like, yes, it is. And it is for a reason. Right? Yep. Because you're going to feel real good. You're going to tick the program off. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel like you're crushing yep. for four weeks. And then you're going to get some momentum. Yep. Psychologically, you're going to get some momentum. And it's like, oh, but I need to go heavy. I'm like, oh, you will. Yep. Like it will come. But right now, like you're like, oh, yeah, but this is easy. This is I'm crushing this. I'm feeling strong. Like you're giving me these numbers and I'm ticking it off. And then it's like, all right, cool, off the leash, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've, we've got you to a point psychologically where like you're, you're hungry. Yeah. You feel like you're succeeding. So let's look, go let you succeed now as well. It just comes down to knowing people. Yeah, it's finding that balance. If you can get that for a long time, it's great because you yeah. walk in and you're just like whatever gets put on there. I'll lift it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels stupid. It's a great place to feel. But you're like, yeah. yeah. It, anything could be on there and yeah. it'll move. Yeah. I just feel that good about yeah. it. Training's been that good yeah. for so long. Yeah. And then it's fun. It's not hard to come in the gym. Nah, then you absolutely can. Uh, so we've got um, having a plan afterwards. Yep. Um, well, like a big one. Um, and like buying into that plan. What else was yeah, there? Yeah. The other one was just like taking it all in. Yeah. Making space, taking it all in. Yeah, just accepting it. I can't remember what the third one was. Actually, cannot remember. I should remember. Strengths and stories get on them. Educational. Uh, I have to search for it. Posts, educational. Um, not looking at others for comparison or motivation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Which yeah. is blanket rule. General. Yeah. Talks to our last for podcast everything. in terms yeah. of the highlight reel and the sort of understanding. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good one. People look at competitions and their results or something like that. And they're like, oh, this person did this or this person. And we've talked about this before. So we don't have to go super in depth. But like you're running your own race because you only get as strong as you can get yeah. and the time that you can get. Everyone's individual. Like it's training. I just a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yes, it's good to look ahead and look where you need to be. Yep. But take away. And I mean, I talk to my clients about this uh, in terms of like comparison like comparison to fear for joy, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that, all heard that quote, but I've talked to a lot of my clients about, uh, especially some clients, what do we say is a good day? Yep. Like let's look at this, let's look at this competition. Let's look at where you're at and how training has gone, regardless of placing, regardless of uh, how things go on the day. What are we going to call a successful day? Yep. Four reps on this, this to 1.2. I'll get these two sandbags. Whatever it looks like, if we tick these things off and set an expectation of what we actually think is a good going to be a good day, then we're happy at the end of the day. Yep. Or when they come back to me and they say, oh, look, I just, I'm not happy with this. I'm like, well, we did everything that we said was a successful day. It's just like this is how training dictated things were going. Yep. People were stronger. People did better. And that's okay. But you did everything that we set out to do in this block that we coined as a successful yeah, competition. And I think that's a good way to go about it in terms of like understanding where you're at and looking objectively at where your strength is at, where the comp is at and going, okay, what do we call a good day in this realm? Yeah, I think in powerlifting it's a lot easier because your max number is your max number. Yeah. And if someone's five ahead- Five kilo PR is five kilo PR. Yeah, you're trying to match your pre-comp. Yeah. So you've always got pre-comp numbers to try to beat. And yeah. if somebody's ahead of you, you can't, you can't catch up. Yeah. And in strongman, because there's so many variables, people think they can catch up. Yes. And it's like not as much as you think. Mm. If someone's just stronger, yes, it's a farmer's. And yes, they could drop it and yes, you could run quicker. Yeah. But if they're just that much stronger, 
You're just going to be. Strong. You can't catch up. So you're just trying to beat, and we don't have a reference off the back of each comp. Yeah. So our comparison comp to comp is very hard to break down. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, oh, last comp I crushed it, I came second. Yeah. This comp I came sixth and I suck. And it's like, they're different not your events. Com- different competitors, different events, the whole deal. Different weight cut, yeah. different person, different yep. strengths, different yep. injuries, niggles. Totally. Like, yeah. So I think that's hard. Like people comparing each one of their comps to the last. Yeah, like, just because you won one comp doesn't mean you're going to win the next one because the nah. competition might be just not suited to you. No, nah, I would just assume that your worst comp that you're ever going to have where you just bomb and fall apart and everything goes wrong mm. is still coming. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know when, but it's going to happen. And it's, it's the most pessimistic suck. view ever, but it's so on no, point. No, but then you could go the other yeah. way. There, there's going to be and a comp. There's going to be a day. Where you feel like if the wind is just, it's going to be blowing whichever direction you mm-hmm. need it to. It's going to rain on everybody else. It's not going to rain on you. You're going to have a comp that you are just unstoppable. Most people will have a day. Yeah, you'll like, you have- Yeah, one, more two. Than, more than one, but yeah, there's one of those comps yep. coming where it's just gonna be the best fucking day yep. ever and everything falls in your favor. Someone trips yep. over, this happens. Yeah. And then you're gonna have the opposite. Or just where you're the one that trips over. Without anyone else messing up, like this is the day where you're on. Yep. Like you just feel like God in that arena. Yeah, and, and there's a, and there's a day when you're off. And there's a day where you <laughs> fuck everything up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and both days, if you're relatively new to strongman, they're both coming. <laughs> like, like they both will be there. Yeah, and eventually once you've done 20, 30, 40 comps, it all just gets mixed in the yeah. wash. Yeah, and that's probably another thing. The more comps you do, the probably more- The less value uh, each comp holds. Yeah, like I, I the, was looking the, at the it the other The title holds value. Yeah. But the comp and the comp yeah. performance, it's just this 100%. up and Like down. I'm nearing 50 strength competitions alone. Yeah. Um, and that's like a lot of comps. But like, yeah, yeah. Like comps, like, you're nervous, you're excited. Like I'm like, it's a job. Yeah. Like, and then afterwards, it's a job next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like next comp. Yeah, you still get nervous plan. about it. Yeah, on the day kind of thing. And you're still invested in it. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. we're talking about the sitting up and dream, like dreaming or envisioning things and stuff like that. Like yeah. you're still invested, but... The more you do, probably the the less pigs and troughs there are in yep. terms of like those post comp blues and stuff like that. Or yeah. and the post comp highs. Like Yeah. You win a comp, you want a comp. Good. Expect me to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? On to like the next you, one. Yeah, on to the next one. I expect myself to win the next one. It's not huge elation when you win a comp. It's, it's also the next big step up in comp. Yeah. If you've done a lot of local comps, they yeah, won't excite course. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go yeah. into a states. You go to or you go to that's worlds. That's gonna have a big. High you go to worlds low. and you're a bit more nervous. Yeah. You go to worlds and you win that. You're a bit more elated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But that's the only way to actually climb into the next pond. Yes. Yeah. Is you just jump in. Yeah. And you just go. I'm gonna get Send it. logged. Yeah. <laughs> True. And then you turn up and you're like, I actually didn't do too bad. Yeah. Maybe I could be here. Yeah. And I'll be better next time. Yeah. That is a strong man say. Um, talking about the newest band of qualifiers, the recent novice competition, record breakers. Yep. I don't know, a whole bunch of shit. Hopefully you enjoy <laughs> it. Uh, we'll see you again in Fortnite. Yep. Have a great day. Great.